Hello and welcome to the Annotate Podcast, Season 9, Episode 4. I'm your host, Hybrid Mink. In the room, we have Dr. Kev. Good evening. And Requiem. Kaimanwa. Kaimanwa. I don't know what that means, but it's probably very It means nice. good evening. Good evening oh. and good morning. We're going to talk about anime, uh, and we're also going to talk about whether or not we watch trash. That's the topic of today's show. Look forward to that. I don't. We're not going to have much to talk about. None of us really watch that. We're all very sophisticated anime connoisseurs. So hopefully the community will give us some ideas. The kind of loser watches trash. I can't even imagine. I know. Utter degenerates that they must be. Everything is quality nowadays. But first, let's get into housekeeping. If you don't want to listen or watch things, you can read things on annotate.org. Go ahead, Dr. Kev. So, yeah, on our uh, blog, which uh, this podcast is supposedly associated with it's a medium.com forward slash anite dash official or anite.org since the last time we recorded there have been five new articles uh one of which was written by a fellow podcaster who's absent today because apparently he stopped watching anime for a while don't know what that's about his life must be empty it's uh, that's my pizza and he's been transferring 20 plus years worth of pokemon into the modern age part one which sounds painful and long-winded so um yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> wonderful uh go um that's probably why he's not been watching any anime he's wasting his life away so go uh, go read about that um dark ether has written his top 10 anime of 2023 which has some fairly decent picks on it but i think he's mostly wrong but uh anyway oh no he's that. definitely mostly wrong <laughs> so um go have a read of that he, he also talks about lots of other things that happened in 2023 in that article it's um medium says it's a 55 minute read so you you may wish to get a cup of coffee and put your feet up and um, immerse yourself in dark ethers disturbing world um then uh, i've written three things one of which is a review of the first half of ghost in the shell standalone complex second gig as i'm continuing to go through my uh it's Ghost in the Shell phase, which is probably going to last quite a while because there's a hell of a lot of stuff still left to watch even after did that. This. Last year, did uh, both of uh, Standalone Complex and Second Gig. Uh huh. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, I just rewatched the 1995 movie last night with my brother, who'd never seen it before. He's only ever watched the Scarlett Johansson monstrosity. What? Uh, that's where yeah. you start. That's where he started. It's like, no. <laughs> well, at least he can only go up. Yeah, so we watched that, and then I ran to Tim for half an hour afterwards about how bad the Scarlett Johansson one was and how how they totally ruined it. Um, but yeah, but the thing is, that I've I've also got all of the spin off novels and manga which I intend to read through as well. Mm. <laughs> it's it's going to take me away. There's a lot of stuff. Um, and other two articles that I wrote were just my usual halfway through the season um, thoughts on the, the anime shows. So the one for sequels and ongoing shows, and one for new shows. It turns out that despite wanting this to be a lighter anime season, I'm watching 22 shows. There's <laughs> there's clearly something wrong with me. Oh, this is a big season. I'm watching more than usual, too. Yeah. I'm watching a lot of shows. You always do. 
True. So that's everything that's on the site, so definitely go and check those things out. All right, there you go. That sounds pretty good helping of uh, anime stuff, which is good because it's the middle of the season and usually people are more excited towards the beginning and the end, so you got something to read there. Uh, like I said, we're going to be talking about Crash Anime, but for now, let's talk about uh, the current season and maybe some ongoing shows too. I don't know. Um, I don't know how much I want to say about this one, but I thought I'd bring it up because I think last time I talked, Dr. Kev recommended a couple shows. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put those on my watch list. And uh, again, I'm only like halfway through it, but I will say uh, I did, did not really like the first episode of The Dangers in My Heart. And he's like, Dr. Kev's like, yo, you got to watch it. It's amazing. And I'm like, fine. He's not wreck. It's probably a good recommendation. Ooh, Give it a ouch. shot. Yep. And uh, I love that show. It's a, yeah. Like, there so we glad. go. I'm it's so glad so I good. checked it out. Yeah. It's, uh, I really appreciate certain things about it. Um, I will mm. say that um, a lot of times you have like, oh, it was a popular girl and a dorky dude. I'm like, oh, this is like an old tired trope. But like, you have reasons why she likes him clearly like mm-hmm. it, they just introduced the father that's where i'm at it's like okay, okay clearly this is why she sees a connection with him she actually has friends her friends are helping them get together it's just really really wholesome at the same time it has a bit like a slight edge to the humor he's constantly bringing up the fact that he needs to masturbate i'm like this is so subtle that it works <laughs> they don't go into details but he's like oh i've now touched myself while talking to her like just little bits i'm like yeah you're a middle schooler of course you're gonna think about these things and um, it's more drama than comedy. I think the first episode made it seem like it was more comedy. And mm-hmm. uh, I just uh, love it. I'm glad uh, you recommended it. So yeah. I'm, I'm on episode 14. I just started the new core. Okay. I'm addicted. It's good. It's so good. Uh, it gets even better. Like the last couple of episodes have just about made me cry with joy. They're just, it's so good. And it's so beautiful. And I love the characters. I love the story. I love how well observed it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the the guy's inner monologue it, it's so self-defeating and negative but it's also very 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 relatable as a kid yeah it was very like yes i absolutely was like me watching it i'm like dude clearly she likes you but like when you're a kid like no she's just treating me like all her other friends because she's so close and touchy-feely but mm-hmm. as the outsider we see all the little expressions that make it obvious that it's more than that very mm-hmm. relatable yep but she's also super nervous as well and yep um, she, she's just as terrified as he is, which it's just so so sweet. And the the progression in the relationship is it's so slow, but there's always some progression there. They're just gradually getting slightly closer and closer. You know, trusting each other just a bit more, opening up a bit. Uh, it's just the most adorable, heartwarming thing ever. This, I mean, this is already in my top ten for the year. I I can't think what is going to top that this year. It's so I, good. I appreciate when it kind of like skates along the usual rom-com trope where it's like, oh boy, they had a misunderstanding. We're going to have an episode or two where they're just, nope, he just admits his problem. And she's like, oh, I know. And it's like, oh, it's like that those moments are like probably why I enjoyed it so much. <clears throat> yeah, they, they handle problems like actual people. Yeah. Like, oh, I went and talked it out and the problem got resolved. It's, it's fascinating for an anime. In a lot of rom-coms, that's a six episode arc. Yeah. <laughs> They feel like real people all the time. That's what the writing is so good. Mm-hmm. They handle right. the they handle the uh the traditional like Valentine's Day chocolate trope so well. I don't think I've seen You that. haven't gotten to that part yet. That's in season two, but it's it's really good. Yep. Uh, Every rom com should be learning from this. 
<laughs> Did you manage to watch the little extra episode at the end of season one? There's one that's full of lots of little wee short bits. Yeah, extra, extra dangers or something. Like that. That's really I'm good. Right that, that one was really funny. Was that episode like where I was looking? It was called episode twelve point five. So that's it. That yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. worth watching. Then I skipped it. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's really right, funny. What, what? What? Go watch it. Typically, okay. <laughs> typically, where I'm watching my anime, which is obviously I fly to Japan and I watch it as it airs, and then I fly back. Uh, I it's just if it's a point five episode, it usually means it's not worth it. It's just like a recap episode. So no, it's, it's not, not a recap. recap. It's a bunch a of little bits that got left out of the first season. Yeah. All right, but I'll, it's I'll mostly just little skits, but they're really fucking good. Plus, I mean, you want more dangers at all times. Absolutely. Yeah. Put them in my heart, baby. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. But it's not important. I think you guys know that we all love it. So, it, it, okay, is it dangers in my heart? Yeah, the, da- the dangers in my heart. heart. Well, it's a term is like, of oh, my heart. Okay, just want to make sure. Um, Man, do we want to just take a brief moment to talk about some video games? What? Sure. What's a video game? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I have one that I want to talk about, but first, I was going to ask Dr. Kev, because I played the original Persona 3 when it came out, and I think Persona mm-hmm. 3, very popular with the anime fans, obviously, mm-hmm. it has that art style. I forget the name of the artist, but I have his art book, and it's it's amazing. If it's a I woman, forget the I, name I of the artist. I have his book. <laughs> look, I, yeah. look, I can go get it right now, but I have <laughs> a terrible, terrible memory, especially with Japanese names. Uh, how is Persona 3 Reload? It's really good. I mean, I also played through Persona 3 and Persona 3 Fez back in the PS2 days, but I didn't manage to play, finish the first one, not Fez, sorry, because one of my children deleted my save just shortly before the end game. Wow, cool. Not very pleased. And uh, I never went back to it until now. So I'm not that far into it. I've I've only just finished the second part of the dungeon of uh, Tartarus. But uh, it's it's really good. It, it looks so shiny and lovely. They've got a completely different cast playing the characters, but they they do sound quite similar to what they did before. So it's not particularly jarring. All of the performances seem pretty decent so far. Um, you might lots... if they have Japanese voices. Uh, I'm listening to the um, the English dub, so I've no right, idea. But do you know if that, that's an option? I haven't checked. Because yeah, there know. wasn't an option until Persona 5. That's the first time they ever gave an option, so I was curious. I always think that Persona games have got really good performances. They always are very well cast, so I don't really care that much about the Japanese voices. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good. The, the The gameplay's just more or less the same, but they've added a few Persona 5-esque touches to the, the fight mechanics. And now you can control each of your individual characters. The, 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 you or... don't... It's it's not just um, like a battle menu where you can tell them to to heal or or to just attack or support or whatever. Now you can control each of your individual party members, which is a massive improvement on before. It's so weird back then. It, it was. It, yeah. it seemed like it'd be hard going back to because it, like between four and five, like they made a lot of quality of life, especially in five, where like here's actual mm. designed dungeons, and like Tartarus is just here's another floor, and it's like tie dye and colorful. That's it. Yeah, they've they've changed the appearance of Tartarus quite a bit. I mean, you, can, you can tell that it's been inspired by the previous game, but they've really made some big changes to the the, the shapes of the levels. It's still randomly generated, mm. so it's not they're not quite as creative or as interesting as Persona 5's dungeons, but they're still fine. I I don't mind Tartarus at all. Um, they're still shooting themselves in the head. Oh yeah, there's lots of that. 
I remember when I first played it on PS2, my wife wouldn't let me play it around my children because um, just in case they copied me. Just in case they um, yeah. But then for my birthday one year, my uh, son bought me a 3D printed um, Persona gun off the internet <laughs> that has the, the Cease logo on it and everything. How did he know? I wonder. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, you didn't do it. There's nowhere else you could have found out about it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I fully intend to play this game all the way through. It doesn't have a removable memory card that can be wiped by one's children, and there, there's even a network save, so there's no, there's no way that I can lose. You get lose that the cloud, you can't do shit. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm going for the end game, baby. <laughs> nice. Uh, I probably would have given this a shot because, like I said, I was a big fan of Persona Three, but. Uh, a lot of games coming out, and as far as our audience is concerned, they might care a little bit about Grand Blue Relink, which uh, mm. I've mentioned before. I played the mobile game, it's been like five or so years. Basically, the fighting game is where I was like, all right, I need to play the mobile game because I really like these characters. And it's been in development for like six years or so. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was uh, Platinum Games, the guys that made Bayonetta and Nier Automata. Mm. And then. Suddenly, it wasn't on their website anymore. I'm like, oh, no, is it getting canceled? No, it was just being handled by Side Games Proper, who I don't even know how big they are, but at this point, they must be have, like, gigantic games division because they're pumping out games now. And uh, I really like it. It's this really short story campaign, like 20 or so hours, which is kind of weird for an action RPG. You expect it to be, like, 40 or so. Um, but for an action game, I think that's pretty good. And then... Most of the game is after the, the credits roll. You get a monster esque, monster hunter esque style of game where it's like, okay, here are your missions. Go defeat this thing. Here's your shit. Now you're gonna grind and you're gonna make more powerful weapons. And it's it's kind of like Grand Blue. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna keep grinding to get more powerful. And just oh. it has that platinum style combat. Like twenty, I don't even know how many characters, but like I'm gonna just say uh, you can unlock fifteen, twenty ish characters. Is a lot. And it's a cool variety. Um, getting to see that world in like a 3D action adventure. If if you play the mobile game or you like watch the anime, I would say it's essential. You need to try it. It's, Is it it's single cool. player? No, it's single player, but you also can do multiplayer. So the campaign okay. is all single player. Yeah, but the like 80% of the game is the missions, which okay. is co-op. You can do co-op with the uh, online. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I haven't been able to do it because I let my PlayStation Plus expire because they raised the price. So if uh, any of my like IRL friends get it, I might be willing to bite because I would really like to do some of that co-op. But it's still very playable single player too. Is this a PS4 or PS5 game or is it on both? I think, man, I think it's on both. It's also on PC. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm playing Persona 3 on PS4 because I just haven't seen any reason to upgrade to PS5 yet. Yeah. Although it, it did make my PS4 scream like a, um, a very upset hairdryer. So I, I had to dismantle the whole thing um, right, right down to the CPU and change all of the um, thermal paste and get rid of the dust. There was so much dust inside it. it was the PS3? PS4. Oh, um, yeah. Wow. 4 PS4 running at like warp 10. I can't give it anymore, Captain. I know it was just about lighting on fire. It was a PS4 Pro, and it was so upset. So, but now, now that I have put it back together, and obviously I had some screws left over that I have no idea what they were for. But I'm sure, oh, shit. I'm sure it's fine. No. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it won't come up at all. <laughs> no, but um, now it's really quiet. It's probably more silent than it was when I first bought it. <laughs> Weird. Well, good job on that. Uh, mm. 
It is funny though that the this game has been in development for so long. It does look like a PS4 game. It's like, do you want to play in 1080 with 60 frames per second or 4K in 30? I'm like, Jesus, why can't you have a, like a middle ground at all? It's like 4K or 10. Ah, but I'm playing in 1080 because I need those 60 FPS. You. Yeah. That one is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if, if you're a fan of Grand Blue at all and you like action adventure games, it's a must play. Even if it's not like the grandest adventure it's if if you play grand blue you know it's like oh it's like a side story it's oh i guess i didn't say this it is in the main story timeline and it has it's like a side story so you don't have to be familiar with it if you're interested but uh i've just looked up it is, it is on ps4 and ps5 as well yes, as I thought. windows so that makes sense mm. and you get a code for the mobile game with a bunch of really high level stuff so that's always good yeah, but not know. if you get it on pc screw you yeah, I do not need to be sucked into that world. Thank you very much. No, you can. You, you have self control, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> any money on it last year? All right, that's enough of video games. Let's talk about <laughs> the stuff you watch. Let's talk about man. I really want to know about. Uh, let me see if I'm pronouncing this right. Meiji Geken, correct? Me, yeah, Meiji Geken. Okay. What, what is it, that? What is that about? I I remember seeing it, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, that's that's why I want to talk about this, because no one's talking about it. I'm not sure if anybody's actually watching it, but it's actually a Crunchyroll original. Wait, 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 come back. Um, <laughs> it's it's not Tower of God or uh, anything like that, or God of High School. As far as I can tell, it's actually not based on a webtoon or anything. So, mm-hmm. uh, But it's just like, it's this really interesting like period piece that's set in like the early Meiji era after the Restoration. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Roroni Kenshin in that the guy was a swordsman for the opposition. They lost. Now he's he's making his life in Tokyo post-restoration. He's trying to find his fiance who disappeared during the siege of the castle they lived in. Um, and he ends up being recruited by the cops. And he's a cop now. Yeah. And it's just, it's a really interesting show because it's like, there's a, just a really big range of characters and a lot of them are wearing the same uniform or they're drawn kind of similarly. So sometimes I have trouble remembering which characters, which there's a real problem. There's two characters who are gay, who are geishas and, or one of them like pretends to be geisha sometimes. And I, I can, I sometimes I don't remember which one is which. Hmm. So that, that might just be me and, and my brain. Well, if their personalities aren't diverse enough, then that's maybe their fault. Well, I mean, to a certain degree, except like, they're both kind of spies, so they're both trying to act like a typical geisha. So sometimes you, it's hard to tell which one is doing it at the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it helps if one of them takes their wig off or is talking. Anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like he's being a cop, he's trying to find his fiance who disappeared. He gets, he keeps getting involved in shenanigans. But there's all these other parts too. There's this group of yakuza. You know, there's a group who's infiltrated some yakuza. There's, you know, of course, there's the evil white guys who are, or you know, anything set in this time period during the modernization of Japan, there's evil white people mm-hmm. trying to destroy Japan with their opium or guns or whatnot. Mm. Of so there's a lot of moving parts, right? But it's also like, it's really good. I really enjoy, I, I really enjoy it. It's, it's dramatic. It had a great uh, um, sword fighting tournament thing where one of the sword fighters was a sumo who was just like, he was holding a sword because that's what were the rules, but he was really just beating shit up other people. Cool. <laughs> He's just like holding a sword and doing like E Honda slap. Like it. So I'm just um, looking Crunchyroll just now. It looks like did they just drop all six episodes at once? Then is that what no, 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 no. It came yeah. out. It came out weekly. 
Did it? All right. Okay. Pretty sure. Yeah, I've never heard of this one. Yeah, that's the thing. No one's talking about it. I'm like, this is actually, I mean, it's not like, you know, 10, 10 out of 10, five stars, but it's a very enjoyable show. I really like it. I think it's really interesting, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like a period piece uh, anime. Um, and I can't watch Roni Kenshin anymore. So this is a, a good little substitute. It's, like I said, it's got a lot of moving pieces, a lot of threads connecting. And it's doing that thing where they kind of start to slowly coalesce. And then a, a bunch of characters will probably die. Does it, so, feel, does it feel like a shonen thing like Roni Kenshin? Or does it feel more like a... No, no, no. no. It, yeah, no, it's much less of... Uh, it doesn't have any... It, it, does, it doesn't have a lot of... Nearly as much comedy you know, or slice of life. Weird episodes where he chases Yahiko around the... Because Rakio stole their like steak for that week or some shit. You know what I'm talking about? There's none of that stuff. Uh, it's it's a lot more serious. People die. Mm. You know, one of the episodes they were investigating a noble who was like hunting pores. You know, like like every, like the same movie they keep making every four or five years. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. But it's just, I don't know. It's it's a very interesting, dramatic period piece. There's like a like a hint of some some kind of supernatural stuff going on, but they haven't really like pulled the cover off that yet. They only kind of hinted at it. Mm. And there's like five or six different factions. So if, if you're like me and you have trouble keeping track of that many characters, it can be a little bit hard. But it's worth it. Oh. I like the show. I, I wish I wish more people were watching it. At the very least, I could get other people's takes on what was going on. I would have given it a shot if there weren't so many shows I was already watching this season. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's a. We made fun of it back during the preview. Like, oh, there's not a lot of, like, you know, surefire show in here. But it's kind of a pretty packed season of good to pretty good. Yeah, I'd agree. Anyway, like, somebody out there, give the show a shot. Watch some episodes. I mean, what do you think? You I've know, added it to my watch list. You know, come for the, uh, the, the sumo wrestler with a sword and stay for the other people with swords. Okay, well, this is bringing endorsement. Man. Try that <clears> we <throat> haven't talked about that we need to talk about. You guys did give me a bunch of stuff here. We've definitely talked about the big shows. I don't know if we need mm. to talk about Delicious and Dungeon anymore. It's still great. Yeah. What shall say? It is still great. The, the eating the eating of the, the coin bugs was it was a lot. A lot of unexpected monsters. Like, oh, we're going to eat a <laughs> mimic, which is like, oh, it's just lobster. It's like, oh, these coins are just like... What does a coin taste like? I don't, I don't it's like a bug. I mean, so like best case scenario, it tastes like a cricket. I, mean, I don't know. That seems like a bad idea. The, the thing I really appreciate about the show compared to other cooking shows is that they'll eat something and they're like, mm, it's really good. And they're like, how about this part? I'm like, oh, it's really bad. I'm like, oh, good. Okay. So it's not like every part of the monster is delicious. That's just, yeah, it's just little things. Weird. Why is everything delicious? No, not everything. It's so like when he was... Weird. He's like, what are you, where are you going with that bucket? Oh, I got to clean out the toilet so I can use it as fertilizer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking guy. <clears throat> I'm be sad when he leaves. I think he's going to leave the party at some point, so I'll be sad. No. No. I mean, I don't know. I, I heard that, but. No. I still, I still sometimes feel like, I sometimes still feel like, um, hey, your sister is like being digested, right? You want to like maybe hustle a little bit? That's fine. This is, this world is weird. As long as you can be resurrected, you could suffer whatever horrible pain you want. Being slowly digested for like a week, it's fine. She's probably not conscious. Please tell me she's not conscious. I hope she's unconscious, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. She could just be like hanging out in there. Maybe she has a book. 
trying to eat it before it gets uh, or read it before it gets digested. It's like the Sarlacc from Star Wars, which gradually digests people over many years. You... Yeah, over a thousand years, isn't it? Yep. I do. I did like the painted world kind of episode. Yeah, he got to oh, eat yeah. when he left. It was like not in his body anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That was cool, though. I, I get the idea. I hope we see that elf dude again. Like from the painting. Probably oh, yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, there was something up there. Hmm. It's like he's actually like inserting himself into the timeline of this paint world. That was really weird. <laughs> yeah. but yep, it's still great. Uh, so one of the best shows this season, I think. Um, man, oh, okay. So at least one of you started watching Undead Unlock. I thought I was the only one watching this. I'm watching it, although in the UK we are nine weeks behind the US. Oh, Should I watch it, though? Because I, I, I just you, got you, back. It is a you, you would like this, show. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it, it, it's it's horny and funny and full of crazy action and it's, it's very um, shonen tropey, but like they go in such weird places that you would not expect. Yeah, it's mental. The, the episode we just got to in the UK is the one with the UMA Galaxy thing. Or that was Galaxy. definitely the like the moment where I'm like, oh, this show goes places. <laughs> yeah, it definitely went places. Like, what is even happening? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I just—it's really difficult to keep away from spoilers, though, because it, I mean, Disney, for some reason, I don't know what their licensing is with this show, but they started streaming it on Hulu, which is in the US only, and absolutely nowhere else. Uh, and they wouldn't tell anyone what their international plans were for it at all. And then after about nine or ten weeks, it just sort of gradually just limps onto Disney Plus, everywhere else, with no fanfare whatsoever. It's like they they don't care. This is like should be one of the biggest shows of the season, and um, Disney just sort of quietly shits it out. It is short. I was I was right? interested when it when we first saw like the preview of it, but I didn't have Hulu at the time. And yeah, no one has to show on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Delusion should have been anime of the year. Well, it was for me. <laughs> it was for me. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that. The Disney Plus has gotten has been really great, but they're not really good at getting it to people to see it. No, but I should watch it. Yeah, you should watch it especially. I'm not saying it's like best. It's not gonna be in my top ten, but oh, no. it's certainly a good ass shonen show. If you like, it did very, look pretty. It looked pretty fun. It's very entertaining. It's from the JoJo's guys, so oh. it doesn't feel like JoJo's, but it has elements of it. That I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. I already spoiled the whole galaxy thing last time, so maybe you just forgot. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Hulu slash Disney Plus, Doc, in, in, we you don't have Hulu, obviously. So does Disney Plus have Ishura over there? It does. Um, are are you watching that? No, I'd I'd like to. As I just say I'm already watching twenty two shows. So um... I am caught up on Ishura. Oh, you are? Did you like it? Because I just, I just noticed it on Hulu when I got Hulu back. And I started, I watched like the first four episodes. I'm like, this show is really fucking weird. It is weird. They spend, well, this isn't much of a spoiler, but the first six episodes are just introducing you to the characters. And right, then, yeah, just introducing you to characters and they all have like titles on their names. Yeah, so a couple of them are isekai people, but they don't, that's not like the focus. The focus is like, here are the quote unquote potential heroes that may or may not have slayed the demon king or they're going to be given the title even if they didn't do it i don't really understand that but i I think at some point there's going to be a tournament but right now they're still just kind of like going around the city and they're doing things and maybe some i don't want to spoil that but basically 
stuff's happening, and uh, the the fight choreography is some of the best I've seen in anything this year. Or like, the action and the animation is like remarkable. Yeah, I think episode so one really like, had a lot more budget than other episodes, but overall, yeah. It's also like the first episode, was like, oh yeah, you're are you a visitor? I'm like, oh wait, you mean he's isekai? And then they don't fucking like go into it at all. Nope. The show he doesn't is, like explaining anything. He's the least developed character out of all of them. It's very weird. They just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm here and I love to fight. I'm like. A lame character, and then like all the other episodes, like oh, these are all like deep intro. Like they have two wyvern characters, and they're both really cool. Uh, it's CG, Star Racer or something. Like I love the, I the titles. Yeah, they got good. I names. love the title racer. The titles crack me up. The and Singing then, Death or some shit. If uh, if anyone else is into the Japanese voice actors, uh, all of the big ones from my era are there. Like I, uh, you know them. You know them. You know their names. I don't, but <laughs> I recognize their voices. That's what matters. It's like a really interesting show, like how like that first episode has almost no bearing on the plot for the next four or five episodes. Nope. Yeah, he shows up eventually, but uh, he, he's not even like the most interesting character. All the other characters are like so much cooler. Um, the skeleton guy is interesting. I like him. We don't have his backstory yet, but there is this, uh, I don't know, it's like a mandragora, like a short, trumpy, ooh, a stumpy tree thing, and uh, his story <laughs> is super interesting. Yeah, that guy is. This show, this show is so fucking weird, man. It just really is. That's what I kept thinking while I was watching. I'm like, damn, this show is weird. But I like, yeah. I like it, and it looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah, if you, if you have a way of watching it, I recommend watching it. It's, it's pretty cool. I don't yeah, know where it's going. It. I assume again. I assume a tournament's going to happen at some point. But well, yeah, it's obvious that like they're they're doing that thing where you, you have a, you introduce this big cast, and then they all kind of circle around and run into each other, and then there's a big thing, and and some of them die. I assume, yeah. I assume most of them will die. I don't know. So that's obviously, I think where we're headed, but it's, it's yep. taking an interesting path there. You should yeah. watch it, doc. I know you're already watching 27 shows. Add one more. It's, it's on my watch list. If you're an, <laughs> an if you're an animation person, if you're the most people who's like really into how shows look, this is pretty if you're good. shallow. No, some people are just really into that. Yeah, I'm it's, self-deprecating. Maybe, yeah, I, yeah. Mm. I'm going to say, like, are you one of those people? Art boys? Yes, absolutely. But unlike, you know, Tower... Wait, no. God of High School. Great animation. Did not like that show. So. <laughs> that show was fucking crazy. You need a little bit more than animation. But yes. Dude, I'm sorry. He turned into the Monkey King and punched God. Yeah, now that was cool. Like... Good writing. I, it wasn't good, but it was no. entertaining. Yeah. But that's like one of the few high points of the show is when they actually go bananas with that. The whole like two last two episodes of that show were completely fucking insane. I thought I was taking acid the whole time. Were you not? Nah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. We don't know yet. Anyway. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. I I guess I'm just curious about this one. What's, uh, What's up with Foolish Angels Dance with the Devil? Uh, okay, okay. Foolish Angel Dances with the Devil. I, I love this show, and I'm on like a crusade to get people to watch it because no one's watching it. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking funny. It's so. I watched the first episode of this. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I'm gonna like this because it's like th- this guy is a devil. He comes to Earth. She's trying to recruit someone to come back to hell and lead the armies because they don't have anybody charismatic enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he runs into this adorable little uh, uh, col- uh, classmate of his. She's like ridiculously cute. Of course, she turns out to be an angel, 
And then there's a whole bunch. There's a bunch of like Dom and sub jokes, essentially, which like puts a collar on him and like dominates him. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be funny. And then from the second episode on, it's been hysterical. Like, because now they're like in this weird thing where it's like the classic, I like you, but I know like you kind of scenario. Yeah. Where like they're obviously attracted to each other, but can't admit it. So they're in this kind of weird romantic competition where they try to out rom com trope each other. And it's so fucking funny. Like Kaguya? No, no, it's way sillier than Kaguya. Like Kaguya is, is a little lot more cerebral, right? It's, it's, it's more like the two smart people. This is two complete idiots. Oh, okay. Doing the same kind of thing. And one of my, one of my favorite running jokes is like, they do this thing where like their, their battles back and forth were being visualized as like a boxing match between a cat and a dog, right? You know, like one of them would do something and they'd be like, oh, he jabs, right? Like, you know, like a visual device. But then they turn those two guys, those two, the dog and the cat, into side characters. It's really, really funny. It's it's just the the most goofball, ridiculous, silly humor, and I love it. And no, I I can't get it. The couple of people who uh, who have started watching it uh, also agree with me that it's really good. And I'm like, I need to get more out there. I need to preach the gospel of foolish angel dance with the devil. If you like stuff that's really goofy and silly. Like you're gonna think like, this is it. Like, this is the Hudson Hawk of anime right here. That's a reference all our viewers will get. No, that's that's just also a movie that I'm always telling people is better than its reputation. Okay, but it's just it's so like I like I laugh really hard almost every episode because it's just it's so dumb. <laughs> but in like like it's dumb, but like on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like it's intentionally dumb and silly, and that makes it work. And I like it. Keeping with comedy, uh, I remember again last time another one that I put on the list because Pizza City hated it and Doctor Kev said he liked it. I'm like, oh, that's absolutely something I should check out. Was Sasaki and Peeps? Okay, I, I gave it a shot and I'm like, this is pretty good. And then it's just been kind of I don't know dragging a little bit. The thing with Sasaki and Peeps is I I really really like the stuff in our world with like the psychics mm. and the magical girls. And all that shit, and the stuff in the in the Isekai world is boring as hell. Yeah, like I don't I don't give a shit what's going on in the Isekai world, but all the the stuff in the modern world where he worked for the government organization, he's pretending to be a psychic, and there's also magical girls. Apparently, that shit is great, and I'm like, just do that. The premise is good. I think the directing is just not like I don't know if this person has done comedy before. It doesn't have like really good comedic timing. It doesn't have the snappiness for certain jokes that you need to hit quickly. Um, it, uh, the main character is voiced by Gintoki from Kintama, which I immediately recognize. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I think that's what kind of like dragged me in at first. And then I genuinely don't know if this was intentional, but that new, that ending, that CG ending is like the oh. most disturbing, creepy yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't know like, what the fuck's going on is, with that. Is that supposed to be funny or it's, it's horrifying? Their faces aren't animated. It's so they weird. Are, it's subtle. And then like the movement is weird. I don't know what to make of it. The Apple. If you're, if I feel like it was. Fuel. Yeah, I feel like it was made by AI or something. It does kind of look like that. It's right? so weird. Yeah, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that was weird because every time I see the ending, I'm like, what "Can f- you not have such giant heads?" I skip it. I watched it one time and I've skipped it ever since. I cannot do it. Why did the like dragon turn into a pie? Yeah, that, that's that's something. I don't know. I think it's a fairly forgettable. Overall, it's got some interesting stuff, but again, I think the direction and the 
really the lack of animation. You could tell the Sakuga is like, okay, we have one of these in episode. Yeah, here's, it's here's the action. Everything else is like, okay, very stiff, standard camera angles. I don't know. It's very rough. I got. I also got concerned. I went and checked with with rights. I think I might have mentioned this before because he he's read the source material way farther down. I'm like, like I am becoming uncomfortable with the underage harem that's forming around him. Yeah, mm. why is she 16? She didn't have to be 16. Yeah, it's like she's 16. <laughs> There's the the next door neighbor who's obviously got she's real. Got a thing for him. Yep. She's a yandari with with, with a terrible home life. There's the magical girl now. There's the girl with the, in the kimono from the other organization who's now turns out to be like one of those. Oh, like she looks like a lowly, but she's 500 years old or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, I'm becoming uncomfortable with this. But he says they never go anywhere with that. I'm just like, I hope not because I will drop the shit. I'm on the fence. I might <laughs> drop it, but we'll give it maybe another episode. Decide. I, I like it. I find it quite entertaining. They just keep on adding more random shit with every episode. <laughs> You say that like they don't do the timing. There is one joke that I really like is when some someone ca- when they catch the bird talking or doing something he's not supposed to, and he <laughs> pretends like he's a bird. He's like, yeah. Chirp, chirp, chirp. yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good joke. Yeah, it has moments that are still pretty funny. I just like I said, I really wish they focus on the real the world, our world shit with with the psychics and everything, and and sure. just. Stop going to the Easter guy world. The show doesn't really have a focus. It it just sort of it's very scattered shot. It kind of jumps around all over the place from one plot line to the next. Mm-hmm. I I do kind of wish it would just focus on one thing for a while, but I, I'm still finding it quite entertaining. I, I like it. Yeah, yeah it's all right. So seven out of ten, give or take. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like it won't make it won't even be on my long list for best of the season of the of the year but no if they make another season i'll watch it hmm. if you're looking for a show that stars a 39 year old then this is your only option <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say like th- there is something very relatable to me of course of someone being that old he's like staring down the barrel of 40 as someone who's three years past that i understand <laughs> I'm, I'm literally 39 so like I'm, oh this really hits me but nah. hmm. i don't think he's going to experience any of the uh, midlife crisis stuff that uh, i'm looking forward to well, you should go buy a bird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I a can talking have that in my bird. Gun. Only if it has magic powers. Mm. Uh, see, like, I'm watching all these shows we haven't talked about yet, but, like, I don't think I need to talk about Time for Torture Princess. It's like, mm. whatever. It's fine. It's kind of funny. It's not really worth mentioning. It's, it's If you want something to just, like, not really pay attention to and just, like, kind of, like, oh, I'm going to think about my day while watching this anime, then that's eh, pretty good. One. It's very okay. I yeah. almost gave up on it, but you know the last couple of episodes have actually been quite humorous, and they've have tried to break out of their pattern a little bit. I um, I like the Demon King's daughter and his relationship. Yes, he's, he's just like so sinister, but everything he says is charming. So it's yeah, so weird. Like he's like, uh, he's like you could have anything you want, and he's like, I would really like a piggyback. I'm like, what? Of course, I'll give you a piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> Those moments are good. Um, but, like, every time where it's like, uh, Himizama? Hello? Uh, really? It's like, yes, obviously she's going to give in. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's all right. She has no willpower or anything. <laughs> I like having I, a talking sword. We don't get that, that often in anime. Yeah. I, I like the, the main torture lady. Oh, she's called Torturer. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's her name. <laughs> yeah. That um, sounds like a Shira villain. 
Yeah, but apparently she used to be a nurse. <laughs> yes, they just revealed that. Yeah, yeah. I like she, she says to the princess, "I'm not going to torture you today, but where I'm, I'm going to have to take some blood work from you." Yeah, <laughs> and the princess is like, oh, "Oh no, I'll do anything. I'll tell you anything. Please don't touch me with a needle." <laughs> and I like the excuses that the demon lord has for like not being satisfied. It's like, no, I don't want to steal their treasures. That's not nice. Like, Oh, all right. I don't want to batter down their wall. That will cause too much damage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not much yeah. to say about that. At first, I thought it might be like a cooking show, but like the, when they do show food, they do a pretty good job. Like they made yeah. that toast yeah. look very appealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, let's see. So, okay, you, you did bold it. So, we, we can talk about Ursay Yatsura. You know, we got more of that is happening. It's It's pretty good still. It's. Um, and introduce a new character. What do you think? Um, I, I like that show. I, I did you watch the most recent one where um, Lum thinks she's going to turn into a cow? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> clearly she's not. They wouldn't no. do this because <laughs> she, she she gets bitten by a cow and then she sort of watches this movie late at night where someone gets bitten by a vampire and turns into a vampire and she thinks she's not going to turn into a cow. Which the funny bit there was that it was actually like a monster and they turned into a human. Like, oh god. <laughs> Um, but it led to this really, really sweet scene where like, Atu got so upset. It's like, it's okay, I'll look after you if you become a cow. Yeah. And he goes and starts building like a cow shed for her. <laughs> it's it's uh, very funny. I really like it. Yeah, it's funny that they have one of the most like genuine and sincere moments, but it was played for a gag. Like, well, yeah. I guess that's the show. That's what it does. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's, that's very much the show. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it's such a niche show. I can't imagine anyone just randomly picking this up and sticking with it. You know, I watch it because I love the original manga and anime. I think this is a really, really good, fresh adaptation of that. I will say um, I did not watch the original, and I am mostly enjoying it. It's not like an essential mm-hmm. show, but it's something I... Still, no. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, Lum's like one of my all-time favorite anime characters just ever. He's just... <laughs> There's just so much stuff <laughs> that this show did that, like, so many other anime copied. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you just see it all there. You see like all this foundational stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. She's such a sincere character because she, she despite the fact that Athu is an asshole, she adores him, and she never ever looks at any other men at all. She's never even remotely tempted. She just gets really pissed off at Athu and his. Uh, and his activities, and just you know, suitably punishes him or anyone else who gets in her way with her electric shocks. I just think she's great. I mean, yeah. she has to be great because the lead male is a huge piece of shit. He's he is. a giant piece of shit. I, you have to, you almost have to admire him though, because I feel like after I got electrocuted once, I would never look at a woman again <laughs> because I'd be too really terrified like- to. And this dude's just like shaking it off and like wh- whipping his dick in another direction. <laughs> It's, it's, he's, he's almost an admirable. Yeah, he only he's had like, a fuck you. Her. Give me five thousand faults. Fuck you. I don't care. There's a there's a piece of ass over there for me to pay attention to. He's always anyways, he always acts surprised. I'm like, how are you still surprised that you're getting electrocuted? He's also surprised when he asked that other girl out when she said yes. I'm like, wait, really? All right, let's go. <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. Trying to think of that. Uh... That other anime from like the late '80s, early '90s. It was an older guy, and he's like a d- detective. 
and he was always chasing after ladies, but like when it came time to be serious, he was always a badass. Oh, jeez. Are you thinking of City Hunter? Yes. has some oh, real City Hunter yeah, was, energy to it. I thought about that. I was like, he can't, he can't be talking about City Hunter, though. Yeah. You watch City Hunter? I watched most of it. I, I didn't finish season two, but I, it's long. <laughs> it keeps going. It's very long. Well, I mean, you know, shows were made back then. Yeah, they just kept going. I didn't, yeah, I, I think I'm like halfway through season two. I like have it queued up, and then every now and then I'll put, I'll watch like an episode every few months. It's like, oh, yeah, this is still kind of whatever. It's the same but jokes over and over again. Don't they still release the occasional OVA or movie for that? I think they had program. a movie a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they I think they just had a bunch. I think they had some stuff for the anniversary just recently. Okay. That might have been. If I remember correctly. It's, I think it's known for its like car chases. They're really good. I've never seen the anime, but I've read some of the manga. Have you ever seen the live action version of Jackie Chan? I have not, no. Oh, I recommend that highly. Wow. I didn't okay. Know okay. Hmm. You, you should see that. I love old, old school Jackie Chan stuff. It's so good. Hmm. Anyways, we don't need to talk about City Hunter, but that sounds cool. Uh, maybe getting a couple more before going into the news. I'm trying to think, well, what... what? What do I really need to talk about that I didn't talk about last time? Anything here? We talk about the one, uh, uh, we talk about rom-coms again. We talk about a lot of rom-coms. Um, yeah, uh, we really in the rom-coms. It was Valentine's Day and everything. Yeah. Do it again. Uh, what's the, what's the English title of the one with the, the deaf girl? Oh, um, Sign of Affection. Sign of Affection. Mm-hmm. Another just fantastic rom-com that I'm watching right That's now. That's really way more of a shoujo romance. It's not new. Oh, yeah, it's great shoujo. It's a very different feel than the others. It's It's got a lot of, like, pensive shots where they stare at each other's eyes and there's bubbles in the background. Mm-hmm. I like it, though. I really like it. It's really cute. And um, the character relationship, it's like... Again, we've seen this dynamic where you like, like the big guy and the cute little girl, but uh, obviously she's deaf. So every now and then we see moments of from her perspective where the character is talking and you just can't hear her thing. And the moments when they do sign language, like they're like really well animated to the point where like this guy does sign language in an aggressive manner. And this guy does it in like a gentle manner. That must be really difficult to get that across the animation. So I could commend them for that. Yeah. At first I was kind of thrown off by how they draw the faces. Like, I feel like they put a lot of emphasis on lips, especially for male characters. It was obviously to make it easier to see what they were saying. Mm-hmm. When, when she's doing lip readings. I, I mean, I've gotten used to it now. Which, you know, it's not as obvious to us as we don't speak Japanese. And typically, anime is just mouth flaps. So, like, for those moments, they have to actually, like, more, like do it in the mouth each word. It did have one of... There was one part of an episode that made me laugh really hard. It was when they were going to Costco. First of all, there's two different shows that yes. had a fake Costco. Yes, Costco. I noticed this too. <laughs> like, why are there so much Costco this week? And what it was like the, the same. It was like drawn the same too. And it was. It had, they were both called Costco. What? Yes. What was the other show? I forget. I think it was Sasaki and Peeps. Yeah, that sounds. They, good. Had, they had Costco, Costco. but uh, they were going to to Costco together, and like the other the, the you know the, her friend and the other guy, or as, as they see them holding hands and doing stuff, they just their bug eyes. Hmm. We like he helps her in the car, and it just turns they're both got bug eyes. That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> yeah, the expressions are great. Yeah, I think her friend might be my favorite character. In the show. Like she's just she's just rolling along. That's what you need in a rom com. Just the good friend. That's just like the trope. If you don't have the good friend, if you have the annoying friend, then I'm like, oh, all right. Well, yeah, yeah, like her her childhood friend is is on my fucking nerves. 
Oh, the, like, the boy. Yeah, just step aside, dog. We're going to have an episode that redeems him, I assume. Man, I hope so, because... He's obviously super protective of her. That's why he's so... I know, but he's also just, like, super thirsty and is, and is annoying. I'm like, dog, you're not going to win. You you're cho- you have clearly been passed over. Well, then you have the the girl that likes the other guy. I forget his name. Oh, God. That, I hate that character, too. It's ruined everything. But no, she... I hate that kind of character in general. I, I hate the the roadblock characters in rom-coms or, or, or romances a lot because it's just so contrived. Mm-hmm. But that particular character is really annoying. Yeah, she is. She's like hurling herself genitals first at him. And I'm just like, come on. <laughs> come the fuck on. It's like, yeah, you can borrow my apartment. And he just walks out. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. He lets you in his apartment and then left for the night. I'm like, I, th- I can't think of a clearer signal than that. Mm. All right, still a good show, though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about all these shows. We don't have time for all these shows. We should talk about... I know you guys mentioned a few. In fact, I only missed one. Witch and the Beast. What do you guys say about that, Rick? Uh, man, I've been talking a lot. Doc, are you not watching that one? No. Oh, okay, well, I'll talk about it. It's a, it it's, I really like it. It's... um. It's got a very distinct, almost ergo proxy kind of emo vibe to it. Like a lot of people wear black, There's a lot of heavy shit going on. But the way it handles its world is really interesting. Like the the various factions that are in play, the the whole nature of, of magic and witches, who can do what. There's there was a two episode arc about necromancy that was super interesting. Hmm. Right, it's like it, it, like the, the the process for necromancy, the paperwork. There's like a bureaucracy for for resurrecting people like you can't resurrect people unless they agree to it and you have to tell them like in the in the world if you get resurrected uh you have to be like maintained by the necromancer but eventually your bot that body will die again and your soul will detach from it and if you get if you become undead if you get resurrected your soul breaks from the cycle of death and rebirth and when you die your soul just goes into a void so like you have to sign up for being undead knowing that in the long game, you're fucked. Hmm. Right? So, th- that the two episodes was really good. I like the main uh, characters, too. They're pretty fun. You get, like, a Witch of the Week kind of thing going on for the most part. But those two episodes were outstanding. This one's more... The, the, the world and the individual, like, like uh, situations are more interesting than, than the characters themselves, specifically. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What's happening is more interesting than who's happening to. But I still, I, re- I really like it. It holds its cards as close to its vest, though. It's one of those shows that slowly doles out information. Is it not, is this the Isekai or no? No, no, it's, it's not Isekai at all. It's just a, just like a, like a, like a late 1800s alternate history kind of thing. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Again, it seems interesting, but man, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I think if I do pick up any of the shows that, I uh, haven't started yet. It might be Meiji Gekin. Yeah, I would recommend that over Witch and the Beast. I think that's a better show overall. I know it's not anime, but I still got to watch the new episodes of Invincible and just like, there's just too much stuff to watch. Meh. Yeah, meh. We're already past, like, I read the comic back in the day. I think we've already hit peak. Yeah, I was wondering. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're, okay, we're talking about Invincible now. Uh, I was wondering what would happen <laughs> after, you know, the end of season one. Like, okay, what's going to happen? That already seemed like it's not going to get much bigger than that. 
So that sounds like that's indeed. I right. mean, they do other stuff and further escalations, but it, it's never as good as it was during the whole thing with Omni Man. Like that, that is like that is like the peak of the storyline. That was where obviously where the story was built to go, mm-hmm. and then it kept going. And there's still okay. good stuff, but it never gets back there. Okay. Also, Plus, the animation still sucks. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like what late '90s uh, WB Superman <laughs> style. Yeah, except that I'm not. When I was a kid, and I and I was watching Superman the animated series, the animation didn't bother me. Yeah, you didn't know it was bad. But like, like, there's no excuse for this shit. You're not working with the kids' right. WB like budget. Yeah. Good All voice right. work, though. Yes, I mean J.K. Simmons, fantastic. J.K. Simmons is so fucking good at like everything. Yeah, I remember those guys when... like uh, Paul Giamatti. He's just like he can do anything. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. He's like the Swiss the Swiss Army knife of Hollywood. I haven't seen him anything in a long time, but uh, the stuff I have seen, yeah. Just always killing it. All right, let's get to the news. And for once, I think we actually have a pretty good news section. And by that, I mean it's terrible. Starting <laughs> off with AMC settles a class action lawsuit regarding AMC Plus, High Dive, and other services. This might actually be a good thing. You might get $30. Uh, AMC Networks has agreed to settle a class action lawsuit regarding a violation of the Video Privacy Protection Act with a payout of U.S. $8.3 million to the plaintiffs. Uh, the company has not admitted to any wrongdoing, but the lawsuit claims that the company's streaming services utilize Metapixel, which I assume is some kind of, I don't know, AI program tracks your data. Um, They use it to track record user activity and share it with third parties without their consent. Uh, I believe they did not admit to this, but they did settle out of court. So, if you were... I don't know the time period that you need to have had Crunchyroll, but if you are entitled to this, you'll probably get an email saying you might get $30. So look out for that. That's actually scary, but hey, 30 bucks. So, what's more important? Your entire life history and data and location and social security number? Or... Two meals. Maybe one meal, actually. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Do we have anything to say about this before we move on? That kind of sucks. I mean, yeah. It's another thing where, yeah, they're like, yeah, we did something wrong. Here's like a pittance for a whole bunch of people. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of annoying. Yeah. Just this, yeah. The same thing's going to happen in that Amazon Prime lawsuit where they're suing over the ads. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. Here's like 350 for each person. All is forgiven. Sorry, sorry, we harvested all of your homemade porn from your hard drive. We greatly enjoyed it, and here's a small pittance for you. Well, yep. As long as you enjoyed it, that's all that matters. Yep. All right, moving on uh, to Requiem. Let's hear about the Annies. Yeah, the uh, Annie Awards are like the kind of the big awards uh, for animation in the West. Yeah, there's a they have their own Academy for animation, etc. It's basically the the Oscars for animation. Uh, the big winner was actually Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, won seven awards, including Best Animated Feature. But uh, there were some uh, anime and anime-adjacent projects that picked up some awards. Uh, me and Doc's favorite Netflix animation, Blue Eyes Samurai, Ooh. which, for the love of God, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's amazing. It Ooh. won six awards. It, it, uh, it won uh, Best TV... Mature, like best mature TV uh, animation. It also won uh, for FX, character animation, production design, writing, and editorial. So basically, swept. 
everything it was nominated for. Uh, our friend uh, Hayao Miyazaki, beloved by all. Uh, Boy and the Heron got two awards. Uh, he got one for storyboarding. Takeshi Honda got one for character animation. And then it, it's not a an annual. It's not like a, a competitive award. But they have like you know the um, kind of the honorary awards. You know what I'm talking about? Like the Cecil Bill DeMille Award, where they get so they gave a uh, an honorary award, like a lifetime achievement award to Joe Hisashi for his scores. Uh, Miyazaki films. Nice. I mean, that's it pretty much for anime related ones. Uh, Nomona. I don't know if you guys ever see that on Netflix. It was pretty popular. No, I didn't see that one. Yeah. It got several awards um, for writing and uh, character work. Uh, Robot Dreams, which also got an Oscar nomination. It got some awards. <laughs> and uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur won three, three Annie's, which is pretty funny. Did you see that one? I've seen some episodes of it. It's for kids, but it's pretty, it's, it's extremely well drawn. Like it's animated really well. It's got really distinct character designs. I kind of like it. Uh, also, they got an award for Hilda, which is an outstanding show. If you've ever seen that, that one's on Netflix too. Okay. Anyway, mostly I just wanted to point out because blue eyes Samurai got six awards, which is just more proof that everybody should be watching it. It's so good. It really is. And, you know, a few more awards for Miyazaki to, like, throw in a bin somewhere because he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Do we feel like he keeps winning because people know who he is? Or is just like, no, he's just better than everybody? Well, I mean, everyone seems to have really liked that movie, even if they didn't completely get it. Yeah. So I heard a lot of buzz about it compared to other ones that he's done. So Yeah, but, I mean, there's always going to be that factor of people are giving him awards because he's Miyazaki. Yeah. Like, no other, you know, anime movies got nominated. But, uh... I mean, he's also really good, though. <laughs> yeah. Still good. But yeah, Blue Eye Samurai. And good for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Finally getting some recognition. Though in reality, animation should still get more recognition in the West. So. Oh, yeah. Like, it's still... The fact that they can't be nominated for Best Picture is outrageous to me. Like, they, like the rules yeah, I mean, forbid they... it. I forgot about that. Yeah, ever since the whole thing with Beauty and the Beast back in the early 90s. I'm actually curious about that, but I feel like we should move on. I I can explain it if you want. Give me a quick rundown of that. No, it's real simple. Beauty and the Beast, the one from uh, Disney, got nominated for Best Picture, and a lot of people had a problem with it, so they changed the rules where animated features can only be nominated for Best Animated, and they can't be live action only. Like what they would have done with uh, Roger Rabbit, I don't know, but since that movie was... (laughs) Truly ignored anything, despite it being te- like just the most technically brilliant movie ever made. Like honestly, Roger Rabbit presents the movie of the year. That's all they get. Roger Rabbit is my favorite movie of all time. It's oh it's even if you don't care for the movie, like plot wise, that the, the technical skill required to make it is incredible. Absolutely stunning, and it has Jessica Rabbit in it. What else do you want? Well, that I thought it was when you said stunning. Jessica Rabbit, man. I mean. What you gonna, what more can you say? Nothing. There's literally nothing else. She, I'm sure most not, children know who she is by now. And also got bad. Bugs. She's just drawn that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a great line. But it also got Bugs Bunny and, and Mickey Mouse on the same screen at the same time, which is fucking amazing. The more the farther away we get from it, the more amazing that is. Yep. Sequel when? Netflix probably in two years. Yeah, whatever. It, it wouldn't be the same. CGing that shit's not the same. Well, this might be one of those things where they actually like, yo, we're going to get out the old tech 
and just get the cell animation going. Actually, I, I would. I'd be down for it. They could do it. They know their audience. They would maybe do it. I mean, Zemeckis like, is still alive, right? I don't know. I mean, we lost. We lost the main the the main actor. Name I can't fucking remember. I'm sorry. I want to make a tw- quick tangent here. Did you guys <laughs> see the X Men '97 trailer? Oh no. yeah, is yeah. I C- was. Is that like it, CG? Because I didn't think it was. But somebody said it was. It is, huh? No it's CG. It's. I can't decide. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm really excited to bring to delve back into that show, mm. uh, and the, the designs are all are all spot on. I guess like, it's everything looks right. Do. Yeah, they they nailed like the voices are the same. Although Wolverine sounds, sounds older, he sounds because he's thirty years older. Yeah, but like he should sound gruffer. It should be better. I know. Like maybe the guy just can't do that voice anymore. Probably just forget the character. But uh, I mean, it, like all the designs and the voices and the sounds are all right, but like the CG thing is weird. I was like, why did you do it like that? Because it's you wanted to bring back. I know, but if you wanted to bring back X Men '97 like it was, why wouldn't you draw it like it was? It's it's difficult. You know, it's just finding the right help. Finding the I think whoever's directing it knows like the feel. It's just like it doesn't quite feel right. But I think they're this better than I expected. I'll say. I'm also going to watch it. I mean, I've been this is the most interesting Marvel projects in ages, and it's going to be a lot different than the original series, where it's like, oh, there's a baseball game. You missed this pivotal thing in a six-parter. It's like, oh, <laughs> why is Morph dead now? What happened? Oh God, they used to show all the episodes out of order too. They used to drive me nuts. Yep. Yeah, more. You know, we we complain about animation, you know, not getting respect in the West, but it definitely gets more than it used to. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not just a, a thing you dump on Saturday mornings to to sell toys now. Yeah. I'm sure they'll still figure it, though. Anyways, moving on to the most exciting and fun story. What's going on with Crunchyroll and Sony lately? Mm. Yeah, so everyone's favorite evil mega corporation, Sony, uh, just sort of screwed everyone over again, basically. So uh, a year or two ago, they bought uh, Funimation. Um, and they announced that they would eventually close the streaming site Funimation now after, of course, moving all of their shows across to Crunchyroll, which they lied about because they haven't done that. There's still a good 150 or so shows which are only viewable in Funimation, which are going to disappear when it shuts on April the 2nd. But not only will those shows that are streaming disappear, people's... um, digital libraries which are associated with Funimation will also disappear and Sony was like sorry not sorry they're not shifting over to Crunchyroll because we basically can't be arsed so anyone who has any digital copies of any anime tv shows or movies or anything that were on Funimation they are just going to disappear and I mean Sony also pulled this shit a few months ago when they stated that a bunch of shows were going to be pulled from PlayStation Network, and people were really, really angry about that, and Sony relented. But there's no sign that Sony are relenting about this, because it's just not convenient for them to do so. So, um, yeah, so if you if you have a Funimation library item that you have not watched, then you have until April 2nd to go quickly watch it before Sony steals it back, despite the fact that you've paid for it. Um, and this is why you should go buy physical media, and then Sony can't come round to your house and steal it from you. Well, they might try. But the problem is, Sony has almost a 
monopoly now in the West with anime because Crunchyroll, who they own, gets the vast majority of streaming shows. Um, they also are by far the biggest physical disc distributor. Um, but they're releasing less and less and less shows on Blu-ray. So soon um, there might not even be any option <laughs> to buy them. So, uh, yeah, screw Sony and uh, screw Crunchyroll. And, oh, by the way, now that uh, now that they're consolidating the libraries, allegedly, you now have to pay twice as much for Crunchyroll, which will make everyone even more pissed off. Yeah, like, we're, yeah we're not going to move all that stuff over, like we said, your physical purchases are gone. Oh, and by the way, you have to pay double now. Thanks. If you don't like it, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> like, for example, in the UK, if you want to stream uh, Standalone Complex, which we um, mentioned earlier, Ghost in the Shell, your only option to stream that is on Funimation. It has not been switched over to Crunchyroll, and there's no sign that it's ever going to. You can buy it for £30 a season from Apple TV, if you want. Um, but it's not on any paid streaming service. And there, there's so many other things as well. It's absolutely just, ridiculous. It's just another very strong argument for, a, as all as old people keep saying, keep buying physical as long as you can. Because when you own it on physical, you own it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been re-watching Ghost in the Shell via my 2005 or 2006, whatever they were, manga entertainment DVDs, which still work just fine, by the way. And, um, you know, Sony haven't yet sent their, their crack troops in sort of smashing through my windows to raid my shelves just yet. So I still own them. But yeah. yay. Yay, Sony. And in the case of the, the Ghost in the Shell Blu-rays, I got like the the newer, or what, the only Blu-ray option and the titling on the subtitles is not very good. And it's all in capital letters for some reason. So I don't, it's like they're not even really giving a shit about the, the media. Uh, no. That's another thing I hate, by the way, completely unrelated about when they put shows on Hulu is like to turn on subtitles, you have to activate the closed captioning. Oh, right. And it just, I hate, I just, it's a small thing, but I fucking hate, I hate that little box around it. Well, they say like for like sound effects too, it's just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it, puts, it puts the sound effects in the, in the fucking parentheses and stuff. I'm like, I don't need that. I hate that. Whatever. Yeah. But fuck you, Sony. I, I used to like Sony too. I was a very, I had a very positive. I was a PlayStation guy. Going way back. I, I love Sony and, and what they've done in the anime space the last few years has just been disgusting. And the fact that no one tried to stop them. The mm. FTC just sat on its fucking hands because it doesn't understand anime. They, they That's just my, only, my only assumption. They, they just don't, don't care, care about weebs. Yeah, like you know, they, they tried to stop Microsoft from buying Activision. They didn't stop Sony from buying Funimation. And that's it's like, these are the same problem. Anti-compete clause. It's worse. Yep. You're like, oh, but what about all our competition? I mean, you mean High Dive? Yeah, okay. Amazon, <laughs> Disney Plus. Yeah, that's what they try to say is like, oh, there's Amazon and Disney Plus. I'm like, there's maybe Netflix. Amazon is basically out of the game. Yeah. Disney Plus gets a show a year or a season. I'm like, that's horseshit, and they know it. But whatever. Damn it, silly. Oh well, and and slightly happier news. Uh, Chainsaw Man creator Tatsuki Fujimoto, um, one of his mangas is getting a, a new movie. So it's got nothing to do with Chainsaw Man. It's a one-shot thing called Look Back, which is uh, a really nice, grounded, kind of almost nostalgic kind of story that um, I've read and I really enjoyed, and I think it will make a, a really good movie. So that's due out just uh, June of this year in Japan. So hopefully we'll get that soon. Um, 
I don't know if Sony's got anything to do with that, but uh, you know, I, I kind of hope not. What's it uh, about? Do you know? It's, it's uh, about, you said you read it, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's about two uh, two kids who are both into creating manga. Um, and it's just about their kind of slightly weird friendship. I mean, everything Fujimoto does is slightly twisted and strange. Uh, but this is a, a really nice story. It, it's not the sort of thing you really want to talk about because it'll it'll spoil the story. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. It, it's a, there's a lot of stuff about the creative process and what it takes to to make something and the kind of dedication it, it takes to to get better and to dedicate yourself to a particular type of art. Um, it, it's probably right up Hybrid Street, to be honest. Uh, I was going to say it's right up my alley. So I yeah. guess I'll take that street instead. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Go to theaters, you said. Um. So yeah, in theaters in Japan in June, but I'm not sure when it will come to the West. Hopefully, it's fairly soon afterwards. Hopefully, the hype of Chainsaw Man will get uh, U.S. Mm. distributors to pick it up. So yeah, I was gonna say he's mm. he's Chainsaw Man guy, so that might get my attention. Mm-hmm. But it isn't actually Chainsaw Man. So no. If you if you if you slap from the maker of Chainsaw Man over it though, that might get it in theater. Put that bigger than the title of the movie. I mean, there's not going to be any violence or gore or madness or demons or anything in I'm this. Out. It's, it's very grounded. Okay, that's surprising. No one's going to throw up in anybody's mouth. Uh, bring that not, up. Not that I remember. If I have to, if I have to remember it, you have to remember. Why do? I mean, if you want my eyeballs. It, if you want some really messed up Fujimoto stuff, go and read Fire Punch. My God, it's, I think I've heard of that. It's great, but it's so messed up. I I can't read more than one volume of that at a time without feeling quite unwell. <laughs> nah. I'm not sure they could possibly make an anime of that. It's so dark. Wow. I mean, they made an anime of Redo of Healer, and they made an anime of Tales of Wedding Rings, which mm. is just boobs. Please don't remind me about Redo of Healer. They made an anime of uh, brothel reviewers. I mean, they they made an anime of a lot of shit that probably gushing over magical girls got an anime. You know, maybe we might mention that shortly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Speaking of trash, we asked the Undertaker community if they watch trash, and if they do, why or, or do or don't, why or why not? So before we get to us, which obviously we're not going to have anything to talk about, we've only been watching amazing shows, uh, let me... Stall for time while I find the wiki. There it is. Okay. <clears throat> so let's start with Ark, who mentioned. Oh, oh not Ark. I'm sorry. Tenshi. Absolutely. Yes, I do. Not usually intentionally. Some shows that look like they might be interesting on the surface just turn out that way, and I rarely, if ever, drop anything I start watching. So that's a pretty, I think, common thing amongst us that we watch a lot of anime. Yo, I've started it. Gotta finish it. Um,. But then she says, that said trash and not, uh, so bad it's good are two separate things to me. Though those two things are not mutually excuse- exclusive. Trash to me is just regular old bad shows, whether it's so bad it's good or not. So what do we think? What is What defines a trash anime? Mm. Boobs. Okay, well, <laughs> all anime is trash. No, you know, it's a... It's, uh, for me, tra- you know, a good, are you talking about like good trash or trash in general? I mean, first we got to find out what trash is, and then we figure out what good trash is. I feel disposable. like it's disposable, a complete disregard for like being remotely serious or, you know, any kind of like uh, any kind of dignity or seriousness whatsoever. Usually involving like boobs or, or nudity or other ridiculous kind of like gross body comedy, that kind of stuff. 
Just no be, nutritional be, or intellectual value at all. Yes, straight empty calories. That's yeah. trash. It, it, empty calorie anime. Anime you watch, and it's amusing, and then you kind of just move on from it. You don't recommend it to people typically unless it's really trashy, right? Yeah, most of the time, most trash shows you can only recommend to other people who watch trash shows. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, there'll be a trash show that's really, really good, like High School DxD, where you can actually recommend it because it's it's so fun in general. But most yeah. trash shows are stuff you watch for yourself, it amuses you, and then you won't even admit to watching them to other people, <laughs> unless you're me and you just kind of revel in it. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all have yeah. a different meter. Like a, like a dog wallowing in its own shit. Yeah, so mm. yeah. Like a dog just in a mud puddle going, Yeah, this is awesome. Did, it's pig. The pigs like the shit. Why are you dogs in your shit? Dogs no, dogs are the same thing. They'll they'll find something that smells bad and they'll just roll up in it. Yeah. Fucked up dogs. Alright, right, get back. That dog. Yeah, getting back to what Tenchi said, uh, specifically calls out Kingdoms of Ruin is probably the most memorable so bad <laughs> good. <laughs> that show that was a whole that's a different like there's there's different paths to trash that one took the edgelord trash being the edgiest edgelord on more edges than bismuth like oh. the show god that show was ridiculous that's a lot of edging it's so edgy and it's just it the show has the weirdest like hard left turn about halfway through because the first part is just brutal people are dying everywhere there's like there's like a literally attempted genocide uh twice and like one one point they're fighting and there's just there's blood in that's so there's so much blood it's like knee high and they're fighting in it, and then all of a sudden it becomes a road comedy like an actual like they're making jokes and shit, mm-hmm. and I'm like why is this a road comedy like romantic comedy now? And then that chick has her eyeballs ripped out, Jesus, <laughs> and like the guy holds them up like fuzzy dice, and I'm like holy shit what the f- who wrote this? All right, <laughs> um, so Rayquaza and Gugzi they don't watch trash. But UMR guy says bullshit. Oh no, no! I mean, we'll take their word for it. Gugsy, watch you watch trash. Gugsy, fuck you. What's what's <laughs> the trashiest show that we know? Let's call him out. What's he watch? Ah, oh, fuck! I can't think of it. I know he's I done it. Have any examples? I can't think of an example. Time I have. I know he's done it. Damn it! I'll give you time. We'll come back to it. Uh, UMR guy says Ero manga sensei trash, but it had its moments as a fun watch. Uh, emo, emo. I'm not sure if I know this one. Just playing garbage and got dropped. Full of fruit. Oh, I'm sorry. Fruit of Evolution season one. Well, most of it. And don't hurt me, my healer. Definitely trash, but made my wife and I laugh. Not to God, mention, that show. Uh, not enough to finish FOE or watch season two. I mean, I have some standards. Uh, out of all those, you guys familiar with any of them? Oh, Fruit of Evolution is is like almost a flawless example of this. Like it's unbelievably stupid, mm-hmm. but it's having a really good time with it. That's like. That's what, that's like the good trash. It's like when it's really stupid and silly and ridiculous, and it doesn't like follow any like, um, any like rules of of good storytelling. But it's having a good time doing it. It's just fucking around. That that made that show really. That show can be really funny sometimes. It's utter complete garbage. But it's that's the perfect example. Of what Dog was talking about, like empty calories of a show. It's like eating like a moon pie or something. It's like it's probably not a good idea, but you enjoyed it for the moment. Mm-hmm. Moon pie? What is that? Oh, that's an American thing where you take like chocolate marshmallow in like cookies and then you dip the whole thing in chocolate ganache. Oh, that's not bad. That's it's actually good. really good. Yeah. You shouldn't <laughs> eat it though. Obviously. No, it sounds terrible for you, but it also you know good really good. It. If you have one like once a year, it's fine. Right. <laughs> okay. 
I had an Oreo Mega stuff, and I'm like, this is basically a moon pie. This is too much. Yeah, at some point, like if you have to like unhinge your jaw to to eat the cookie, you've gone too far. Burgers though, unhinging is good. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Ether said he tries not to. Two exceptions are so bad it's good that he's writing about it, or in the rest of cases, it was good until it was stupid. Um, stupid is when it gets good. Well, That's the whole point. There's good stupid and there's boring stupid. As long that as that is very I, true. I have said this many times, uh, it, just in general and on this podcast. The worst crime a show can commit is to be boring. I think the textbook example, and this might not appeal to everybody, is Street Fighter the movie, the first one, so stupid, it's good. The second Street Fighter movie, so boring, it's not good. Yeah, it's very boring. The first Street Fighter movie is pretty fun, especially yeah. when Chun Li's fighting like almost naked. Yes. Like the whole That's scene fun. was so fucking Vegas trying to kill her in her apartment. Oh, you're talking about the anime movie. I'm talking about the live action movies. Oh, oh, right. oh Street Fighter. Making those Street, Oh, Street Fighter, the, the first live action movie with Jean Claude Van Damme is one yeah. of my favorite movies. Well, it's the first Blu ray I bought. That doesn't shock me at <laughs> all. I, I love that fucking movie so much. It's, Raul <laughs> Julia is out acting everyone in that movie by about seven laps. He ended his career on the best possible role. He's, just having, he's he's such a good actor, and he's having so much fun with the role. You can tell he's having a great time doing it. And he's just out acting everybody. Like, is he having the, a great time, or he's just getting a paycheck and just doesn't? I think he looked like he was really enjoying himself. Uh, the gulf just, yeah. in acting between Raul Julia and Jean Claude Van Damme is so vast. Yeah, I don't know. I love that movie. It's so silly. Like for me, it was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking right. Zangief not knowing how a thumbs up works. <laughs> And the origin story of Blanca. Great stuff. <laughs> the Blanca. It fucking Dalsim's like a fucking professor or some shit. I was like, so what is Dalsim a scientist? I don't think he stretched his arms once. They did. Right, they, they didn't have the budget for it. Nope. Moving on. Uh, Alistair says, I watched that type of anime for the campy experience to bring. I think campy is a good example of why people watch trash. Uh, the, gla- the great cleric is trash, but made me laugh a lot and enjoy his developments. Uh, although he was just doing what the guy with the bear does in the wrong way to use healing magic among other heroes and power fantasies. I don't think he's saying the wrong way to use healing magic is trash, but just the bear. It's certainly not trash. It's good. Fun. I love the bear. Yeah. The bears the bear rules. I wouldn't even call the great cleric trash. I don't think it qualifies. Hmm. It's a okay little show. Uh, our Lord and savior proton says almost never. If the show sucks, then I drop it and watch something better. But every once in a while, a show is uh, the funny kind of bad, which we were just talking about, so I'll enjoy it. Uh, but I tend to finish those sorts of series. Usually I fall off after the first few episodes. Oh, I tend not to finish those sorts of series. Yeah, I mean, they have to like try something new, or it just gets kind of old. Kind of like uh, Torture Princess. Maybe? But <clears throat> yeah, one, yeah, one joke shows. Like no Some joke. people like Sakamoto got tiring. I actually enjoy that to the end. I love that show, but some I used to argue with people about it. I think some people are misunderstanding the difference between a show that is sucks and a show that is trash. It's not necessarily the same thing. Yeah, I think this is just a good example of how we have different definitions of trash. Each person, it's like, oh, it's bad, so it's trash, or it's like it's just trashy, so it's just different. Yeah, definitions. it's true. Everyone has different definitions and different like uh, like thresholds for how much ridiculous bullshit they can handle. Some people they see a nipple, they're out. Whoa. It's opposite. I'm back in, baby. Uh, you show me nipples, I start laughing. <laughs> or laugh. I mean, that's all we're doing. Deck says, 
More often, I find a bad series boring or grating, so I move on to something I hopefully enjoy more. Um, second, Marquand absolutely watches trash. As long as I know it's trash going in, this makes for a great time. Did not give any examples though, so maybe watches too much trash. Like Marquand, he's a he's got a good head on his shoulder. Yeah, you you brothers. Uh, Alistair <laughs> comes back to say he agrees with Marquand. I think the point when I know the point when I know is trash is not that bad. Is excuse me, the sentence. <clears throat> But mid, like, what the fuck? Excuse me. He's saying campfire cooking in other worlds mid, and I just can't get behind that. I want to read that. <laughs> you, you think you were just like the staunchest defender of that show? No I fucking love that. I, show. I like that show as well. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it was great. fun. Like the, the giant wolf was fun. Yeah, just, give it, me it, meat. His expectations yeah. and the, my expectations were met, and sometimes exceeded. He's gonna eat wagyu beef and get monster hunter stats. Hell yeah. That was to, cool. to be fair, they did draw the shit out of the food in that show. Oh, yeah. It's MAPPA. They draw the shit out of everything, unless they get time off. Hot. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, inoffensive white noises that provide comfort and relaxes you for a fun time. It will not change my life, like Mushoko Tensei, about CNN topics, but will be a nice experience. If it is bad, then I toss it. Like Tesla Note. Poor manga. It had no chance of that anime. God, Tesla Note was bad. Is that a trash anime? No, that's just a shitty anime. Like it, it was like a CG anime, and it was it was brutal. Not like quite was, X arm level, but almost. I think. No, yeah, it wasn't quite that bad, but it was pretty close. It was way too close. Is the anime Nicholas Tesla in it? No, no, there was. I forget what they just called the stuff like Tesla, like shards or something. I forget what the actual backs were. They were looking. They were they worked for like a secret organization looking for stuff, but it was it was it was animated so badly that it was basically unwatchable. Well, Ugh, God, that show sucked. <laughs> that's all the takes we got from the annotated community. Uh, I guess that'll probably wrap up because, I mean, we, we got nothing to talk about, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let's start with Dr. Kev. Is there, what do you think? Do you, do you there any trash shows that you give a shot just for whatever reason, or you just only watch the good shit? So I, I, I tend to try and avoid trash if I can because I've got limited amount of time to watch anime. So if I, I don't want to watch stuff that's like, crap or boring or derivative yeah. um i mean sometimes if something is kind of trashy but really funny i don't mind that um somehow this season i don't know how but i have kept watching gushing over magical girls <laughs> oh, oh my god i don't know what's wrong with me i thought i'm I'm only gonna watch one episode and that's it and then i, I watched the next one and then i was like oh, that's it i'm not watching anymore and then I watched the third one, and before I knew it, I'd watched all seven episodes so far. And like, there's something, something very, very badly wrong. Um, but the thing is, hmm? you like magical girls. I mean, that's what it is, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, that's it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a very problematic show, but it's also incredibly trashy because it's it's really just about uh, whipping magical girls until their clothes come off and their nipples show. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, these magical girls are 14 years old, so it makes me feel very uncomfortable. You watch this one with your kids? No. <laughs> okay. I don't know how I would explain this if anyone watched walked into the room with me <laughs> watching. You're taking that risk. <laughs> no, I watched that on my iPad in the dark by myself. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, please, no one come into the room. You constantly like looking over your shoulder like you're 14 yeah. years old. Yeah, pr- pr- pretty much. I mean, I, I'm doing it for. Um, uh, Review purposes. That's right. It's right. professional, professional interest only. Absolutely. Um, but 
It's it's so weird. It does have some interesting character stuff in it, I suppose. But it, it's mainly like watching a car crash. It's like you can't really look away. It's just the, the most horrendous, awful, awful trash. Um, so yeah, I am ashamed of myself, and I probably need to be punished somehow. Dear God, Great. yes, please punish me, hybrid. Oh. Uh, you'd probably enjoy it. So no. <laughs> He's like, I don't watch trash, but I seem to recall you enjoying Ayakashi Triangle. That wasn't trash. That was that was divine. Um... <laughs> divine. <laughs> it's okay to be trash for Doc if you censor the nipples with giant screaming cat heads. That was hilarious. It I was did, pretty funny. I did enjoy that show. That was a lot of fun. Yes, okay, so that was trash. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, unlike you, I care about the entire boob. I don't need the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> so I realized that the... Okay, I don't really watch trash at all now, but there was a time when I was like, oh, I'm going to give these shows a shot. Not because I'm horny, but because this seems silly. That was the main reason. Uh, first, I'm going to say Queen's Blade. I saw the art. <laughs> Queen's Blade. <laughs> I saw the art, and I'm like, yeah, this seems like it could have it's some good story. Story in Queen's Blade. Good, good story and characters, right? Yeah. yeah, it was not great. But some of the dumb characters had interesting origins. I really couldn't give you a good reason why I watched it. I don't even know why I continued it, but I have not watched season two or later. I'm like, this isn't worth my time anymore. Uh, there was another show I watched. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but I think Requiem says it is Mamaru Scroll, which I don't remember. I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to have to Google things, and I refuse to turn off Safe Search. So, uh, or turn on Safe Search. <clears throat> It's a the one in the, it's like this feudal Japan thing where like all, all the the women of power have gigantic breasts and uh, this one character she gets the sword and then when she slices other ladies she steals their boobs and hers get bigger and theirs get smaller I'm like I don't know like the density exchange is not one to one they're losing a lot you're only gaining a little what's the gain here I don't know but that show was really stupid and uh, yeah I don't think I got a second season and, yeah, it's uh, called Manu Scroll Manu. I think Mamoru yeah. Scroll is way funnier. <laughs> I just that yeah. Scroll. That you got to be a particular kind of degenerate for that kind of show. And that was me. Anyways, the other show would be. Uh, I think this is like actually kind of good. Was uh, Quasar Sigmata, where like they would suck the soma out of their bosom and power up in shonen style battles. In season two, the main character sort of gets gender bent into a woman because they go to this VR world and it's really weird. But, like, the animation is great, and it's so stupid. It was one of those, like, so dumb it's good, and it wasn't bad. It was actually, like, kind of good. I was shocked. I love yeah. Crazy about it. Yeah. That's- I had that on Blu-ray. It's just, it's an outstanding shonen show with a really interesting battle mechanic around manipulating the, the elements of the periodic table. Like, maybe you get to manipulate iron. Maybe you get stuck manipulating, you know, Europeanium, or what's it called? Einsteinium, rhodium. Something useless. Like, I, oh, I can manipulate uh, Krypton. That's very useful. Oh, super useful. Uh, better people get to use, like, silver or copper or gold. But it, it just happens that one of the ways you power up is by sucking on uh, titties. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, the sucking's done from the ladies. So if you're into that, something good for you. I mean, it's, it's just, that's to me, it's the perfect encapsulation of, of good trash. It's like, it's completely idiotic, but it completely, but it buys in and, and just, like, you know, goes pedal to the metal with it. And that's what you want. That's where you're like, this is really stupid, but I'm having a good time. Yeah. Basically, 
And as an animation horror, I kind of appreciated that too. So oh, it was there. drawn really well. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't watch trash anymore. I've now gotten to the point where I'm like, eh, I don't. What am I getting out of this? I just don't get as much out of it anymore. That's a boring answer, but me me and uh, Doctor Kev, we only watch good shit, except for that one time he watched that Magical Girl show. And I got on that one. All right, well, I guess that's it. Let's wrap it up, guys. Thanks for hanging out. I didn't miss anything, right? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. I, mean, I don't know if we have time for me to talk about all the trash I watched. We have another hour for <laughs> You don't want I anything mean, but trash. Okay, no. I watch good stuff. I'm watching Freyrin. Freyrin? Yeah, I'll give you credit. I watch it. Bad. I wa- look at what you're watching right now and determine if it's more trash or not. Like I'm watching Sengoku Yoko. That's a great show. I'm really enjoying mm. that. Mm-hmm. Blue Exorcist season three. None of these are trash. I like me going all the way back to like the, the early to mid nineties. When I started watching anime a lot, that's the kind of show I like a, a lot, a wide range of anime, but I've always liked this kind of show because it's stupid. And I have a, a deep appreciation for stuff that's dumb in a funny way. Like one of my favorite movies of all time is, is Hudson Hawk by, uh, okay. uh Wait, I can't I can't drop Hudson Hawk. Keep dropping it. We'll make it the title of the episode. Okay, but it's by Bruce Willis, and it's it's this this goofiest live action kind of cartoon kind of humor, and I've always loved it. And this is the same kind of thing. I love these like high school DSD or Quasar of Stigmata. Any of these like just ridiculous to me shows where boobs pop out. That's funny. Now I know other people, it's like terrible and, and awful. But I'm like, okay, I mean, you can have that opinion. I don't, it doesn't bother me. I just think it's funny. So, like, don't suffer, like, girls' skirts get blown up by you know, bizarrely time winds and, like, things get censored by giant screaming cat heads or, or sudden mysterious beams of light. That kind of stuff amuses me. Now, it can be done poorly. Like, there's a lot of trash, like, anime that's actually just bad, right? You know, there was, um, a harem in the labyrinth of another world that was a couple seasons back i'm ashamed that i watched that oh wow it's like one of the only animes i've ever been like when i, I finally watched the last episode i was like i wish i, had, I could erase the show from my mind uh because mm-hmm. some some shit gets trans, it gets transgressive it's like that you're doing stuff to people and it's not funny mm-hmm. but yeah to me really trash garbage shows are just one of my favorite parts of anime. Is this the kind of thing only anime gets away with or does correctly? Yeah, I don't think you can really do that, at least in the West, with like animation or live action. Just people would probably find it more upsetting. Yeah, people would get know, mad. Like we're way we get way more uptight about sex. We know there's the a West. cultural difference, so we just kind of like accept it. And a lot of people that would get upset just don't even watch anime, so it kind of works out. Right, exactly. Like. Like, none of these shows are ever going to go mainstream. Like, Quasar Stigmata is never going to be, like, a big show on Adult Swim. Never going right? to win an Annie. Probably not going to win an Annie. Although, I'd like to recommend it. That'd be great. But, like, it's such a, it's such a good time. It's just, why can't, what's wrong with just being goofy and silly and stupid and having, like, a good, like, time with it? Like, I don't know. I think sometimes it's, like, cheap thrills compared to, like, good writing and nuanced characters and stuff. Yeah, but like, it'd be bad if that was all you got. But you, it's this fucking smorgasbord of stuff. Who goes to a buffet and only eats one thing? Like, anime has all of this stuff. So I was like, watch it all. Watch, watch the really good stuff like Freyrin, you know, 
and then go watch something with tits in it and just like have a good be really moved by the emotions and then be amused by somebody (laughs) getting like kicked in the balls or something or electrocuted by lum. You know what I'm saying? Like, do both. Do all. I feel like, like, the, I feel like we need like the uh, uh, Star Spangled Banner playing behind you while you say all that. Wags <laughs> <laughs> slowly comes into view. Just, just watch a titty. Just watch. Yeah, but it's just it. like, why? What? Like, you could, you could just watch only the really good stuff. But to me, it's like there's so much other stuff. It's, it's like only watching comedy or only watching. What if you no, only watch Isekai? No, it's not. <laughs> Genre no, versus saying, quality is not one to one. I know it's not one to one, but to me, it's like denying yourself the full range of, of anime. Like you should watch. Like I don't like an, idle anime, but I've tried to watch them occasionally because I, you know, I want to at least give it a shot. That's my thing. Is like, let me watch a few episodes. Maybe I don't like it, then I just stop watching it. But like, uh, I don't know. Like to, obviously, I, I'm very far on way in the weeds of the trash people. I, I you know, revel in the, the dump with. All the really terrible dumb. shows, and that's like a running joke. But I do really. There's a lot of shows that are really good times, and they're really amusing and entertaining. And I don't. I I think people are sometimes too uptight about. It. Or their time is limited, and they only want to watch the good stuff. I mean, it's possible. I mean, God knows, I have way, way, way too much fucking free time. <laughs> God doesn't know when he does nothing about it. But that's the thing is like, even, especially when I was working really hard, I had my old warehouse job and I was stressed out all the time. Those are exactly the kind of shows I wanted to come home and watch because it takes your mind off it. You, you transport to this world of dumb hesses and stupid uh, fight scenes and titties. And it's like, oh, that, that's hilarious. And then you're not so stressed out anymore. Hmm. Oh, I you made a good case. I did my best. There's nothing else you could have done. Uh, what do you think is... Do, we have, do you have like a best and worst in mind before we wrap up? Well, like I've, I've said this earlier, but like the best like trash show is High School DxD, at least the first three seasons mm-hmm. before and Studio Passion ruined it. Now, okay, so what changed that made it worse? Well, they they, they stopped writing the, the girls as effectively. Okay, so the writing was good, is what you're saying. That's why it's a good show. I, I really love the char- most of the character writing in the first three seasons of High School DxD. Like the characters are actually a lot of fun. And like, I don't know. I, I feel like they gave the girls agency in a way, you know, they're all obviously trying to get this guy's D, but he's not like chasing him or leering him. He's not, uh, he's not like the main character of Urusayu Atsura. Like he's not a huge, disgusting slob. He's a character you actually like. He's a likable guy. Hmm. He's an idiot, but he's likable. And I think that's what worked in that show. In those first three seasons, are really good, and then that studio got it and didn't understand what made it work, and they ruined it. So it wasn't a manga first? It's light novels. Okay, so don't they have a source material? Like, why would it be the studio's fault? I mean, okay, to be fair, it's possible that... I haven't read the source material, so it's possible that maybe they just fell off Mm -hmm. at the point that they took over the show. All I know is they took over the show, and it got a lot worse, so I hold them responsible. Okay, fair enough. Also, they changed how they changed the animation style, and I didn't. I really didn't like it. Did they draw the boobs smaller? No, but like they just—it wasn't like the, the, if the style wasn't bad. It was just completely different than the first three seasons, and I would have much preferred they just stayed with what how it looked. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's probably tough when they go to a new studio. They try to match it best they can. It's just like if you remember Batman the animated series when it changed 
to Bat- the new Batman and Robin Adventures, and they changed how all the characters drawn. It went from navy blue to black and gray. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Yeah, the, the, now all of a sudden the Joker was like pale, and Catwoman's suit was weird looking. Like I hate it's to this day it bothers me. But I think I was gonna say the animation got better, but no, the original actually probably had better animation too. Yeah, I thought the original was better. Yeah, it was better. Yeah, <laughs> natures of animation. Well, I think that'll do it. Unless you got any more impassioned speeches about trash. <laughs> no. I mean, I could. We can do this for hours. Are you, are you kidding? We could probably. All right. Like, all day. The We're trash diaries with Requiem. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it like a five minute. I'll have my my one piece segment. You'll have your trash segment. Doctor Kev will just do the news. Sadly. Yeah. How's One Piece? <laughs> how's One Piece going? Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Is the new arc is good. <laughs> They changed the animation style, but it's actually really good. We were all worried. All the anime, all One Piece fans are like, oh, we love the Wano style. But no, the new style is like a little more cartoonish, but the animation is still great. And we're learning about Kuma, who was introduced like ten, literally 10 years ago. <laughs> we're learning about his story and Bonnie and all that. It's, uh, it's good. And the intro is fucking amazing. I love the intro. Even if you don't like One Piece, I would just say watch the new intro just to look at some glorious animation. It's crazy because One Piece for years had the just ugly, just not great animation and you had these random sakuga for all the fights and those were great and then you go back to the, like the ugly shit and now they have these like recap things at the end of every episode where it's chibi uh, chopper and robin and they're like they show clips from the old show and you're like oh my god these characters look so so much better now so right now we're eating good as one piece fans but uh it's probably gonna slow down and be shit again for like a year but who knows why they change the animation style they change studios uh, no, it's still Toei, but uh, I'm assuming just to mix things up because Wano lasted like four years, and uh, you look at that and it looks expensive. Like the, I don't know, I have no idea if like making all your line art look dynamic and hand drawn is more expensive. It probably is though. Like, I don't know. Well, it has to be um, probably more labor intensive. It's probably a little bit more work for sure. Um, I think though they just wanted to mix it up because the new, the new. <clears throat> The Wano arc is feudal Japan, and the, the current arc is, like, futuristic. So they probably wanted a different look for it. That's just the main thing. And the animation is still fantastic. So, yeah, that's that's your one-piece minute, I guess. Two minutes? <laughs> nah. I'm still playing the card game. Hard as balls to get product, but I keep winning, so hey. Shout out really? Because uh, I remember I went to the Browns. Rams game a, a few months ago, and they were for some reason they they had linked up with the Rams. Yeah, they for, had a fucking NFL promotion. It was crazy for that promotion. They were pushing the card game super hard all through the game. It's, it's extremely successful. That's why it's so hard to find product because <laughs> so many people are just buying it up. Yeah, it's, it's tough. But oh, so it's like Disney Lorcana. Lorcana is now way easier to get. They've really bumped up production on it. Problem is, Bandai only has one factory for like. I don't know, five, six card games, and they just came out with a new Dragon Ball card game, so it's like, yeah, maybe make a new factory. Your your card games are really hitting off. Get some more product out there. Tough. Nah. Anyways, nobody wants to hear about that. We're done! Thanks, guys, for hanging out uh, with me and talking about anime. We'll be back again with more next time. But for now, uh, I've been Hybrid Mink. Thank you, Dr. Kev. Thank you, Requiem. Uh... I should really think of a tagline uh, sometime. And remember, just because it's trash doesn't mean it's garbage. That's a, mm. Wow, that's actually a really good tagline for once. Mm. I'm impressed. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye! Bye!
Bye. Watch Blue Eye Samurai. <laughs>